everybody and welcome back to the, our podcast, Enough About You, Back To Me. This podcast is aimed at teens struggling through their teen struggles. It's all about blocking out everyone else's problems and focusing on you. This episode is called Dear Stress, Let's Break Up and Eliza and I will be tackling the ever-present nemesis of the modern teen, stress. In this episode, we'll be discussing friendship drama, school stress, social media stress, pressure of trends like fashion, family expectations, job stress, and our personal relationship with stress. All right, everyone, let's get into it. So the first topic we want to cover in this episode is friends. Yes, get excited talking about our great mates. We we love our friends, don't we? We do. We have amazing friends. We're very, very fortunate to have such good friends. So the first thing to do with friends, obviously we're talking about stress. So we want to discuss the stresses and the anxieties that stem from your friendship groups. Yeah. So the first one, is, I guess, is something that was very important to us not that long ago, but feels like a long time ago. Yeah. When we first started high school, <gasps> when we were so young, yeah. is finding your crew. Yes. Finding where you fit. Yeah. So in our first year of high school, we had four main friends. When we started high school. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then that kind of grew because our friends like new people from other sports like sports and stuff and outside school activities. And we also just picked up some people along randomly that just popped up out of nowhere. Yeah. And so we've gone from four people to over ten. Ten, yeah. And, well, where where we sit in the popularity ladder, we've got... We don't have one, but we're just ranking it based off what we know. (laughs) We've got the head honchos at the top, and then we've got Uh the people down the bottom who I guess aren't as well known... Yeah. And then we've got us in the middle. So we're kind of on good terms with a lot of different people. Yeah. So, but our group, no friendship group is complete without its set of dramas and... Yeah. We're lucky that our group isn't really known for drama. Yeah. We're the relaxed ones. Like, a lot of people have said, like, oh, your group's so good. Like, we've picked up one person that came from another group and she said, oh, I like your group. There's no dramas. And we're like, oh, really? (laughs) And to be honest, our dramas aren't that big. Obviously, no. sometimes people will have an argument or someone will get cranky with someone else. Yeah. And, you know, they'll be that for a little while. But overall... But in the end, we'll just all move on. Yeah, overall, we normally move on and just get along. Or, you know, if a change happens, a change happens. If someone's not as close to someone as they used to be, yeah, then that happens. But we're really lucky because we've found our crew. We know yeah. where we fit in our year we know where we are yeah and I think a lot of the time some people it takes it can take so long for people to find yeah. but they might be with one group and then turn it turns out that that's not for them they have to go and start all over again yeah and I, I my heart goes out to them honestly because I'm just so grateful that I've managed to find where I fit like yeah. pretty easily in high school yeah but it's I guess our main drama for me and Eliza in our friendship groups is over committing to friendships yes and what we mean by that is i wouldn't say i'm a busybody i wouldn't say either of us no are gossip gurus or anything like that well if I, I know the tea i know what's happening yeah sometimes but i don't i don't feed off it 
but I know that when there's dramas in our friendship group or if something's happened with someone and they're upset, I don't care about little things. I don't care if you stubbed your toe or if you fell over and you got a scab. I'm kind of, I think you'll agree, I can be a bit unsympathetic. Yeah, but it's like, like you've just got to, like, think that she doesn't, it's not that you're not, like, worried about them. Like, well, yeah. you're not worried about them. Like, it's not like you don't care. It's like you've got more important things to worry about than yeah. stubbing your toe Yeah, but then it's like a stuff. big issue. If someone's really upset or really anxious or worried or there's a big thing and they want to talk to me about it, I'm pretty much up for a chat Yeah. anytime. But then I think that without meaning to, listening to everyone else's dramas makes me worried for them and makes me... Yeah. It, like weighs down on me a bit yeah like making sure everyone's happy yeah i have this in the friendship group i have this i sound so stupid but i have this like like automatic thing in my mind that goes i've got to make sure everyone's okay and i have to make sure that everyone's happy or at least you know bordering on happy being all right yeah. And if they're not unhappy, they make, I don't want it to last a long time. And it's I know it's not my responsibility, and I know people need to look after themselves, but that's just me. Yeah. I just worry too much about other people. Yeah, same. I worry a little too much about other people. Yes, I think we're both a bit guilty of that. Yeah. But it's not a bad thing no, either. No, just I feel like for the big things, I care. I definitely care. But I don't know, that's something that I definitely have experienced. And especially, yeah. I think, having a big group. There's yeah, always, there's always something. Play. There's always something going on, and that's mm-hmm. not anyone's fault. Like I'm not going and saying that I don't want to be there for my friends and I don't want to hear yeah. their problems because I do. I want to be there for them, yeah. but I think it's more for me, thinking to myself, okay, just stop for a minute. You know, yeah. what do you need to actually worry about, and what do people actually need to yeah. sort out for themselves? See, I'm a bit different to you because I um. I, like, try and find out, like, what's wrong. I will not leave them alone until they tell me what's wrong. Yes, you do do that. Yeah, because I'm like, well, I can't help you if you don't tell me. You've got to tell me. Mm, And I I don't know, I don't know if it's, like, anything more. If it's, like, oh, it's gossip, I've got to find out. Or, like, if it's, like, oh, no, I'm really worried about them. Like, I need to know. I don't know what it is. I just need to know what they're worried about and how I can help them if need be. Yeah, I understand. But then the funny thing is when you're upset and we say, tell yeah. me what's wrong, like, I'm yeah. not telling you, back yeah. off. <laughs> yeah. So it's funny. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely understand that. Mm. And sometimes, yeah, it's definitely just about to tell, when you know something's going on, for me it's about saying, do you need to go and involve yourself with that? Do you need yeah. to know what's going on? Or have they got enough people and support there helping them yeah. through whatever's going on? And so I guess that kind of brings us on to our next little subheading mm-hmm. of Topic friend thing. stresses, and yeah. that's cracks in the friendship group. Yes. When things start to fall apart, what do you do? What do or you when do? when people divide into little groups of their own in, their yes. friend, in your friendship yes. group. So in our group, as you said, it's about 10, 12 people. Yeah. And it's just changing all the time. You have people come in, people come out. Yep. And I think everybody, whether they admit it or not, people are like, I just want to be friends with everybody. And I appreciate that. But at the end of the day, I know for me, I have a core group mm-hmm. of 
best friends. Yes. I'm not going around saying, oh my god, they're my BFFs, my besties, get the cringe <laughs> little friendship bracelets. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> if that's your friendship, you do you. More primary school than high school, though. Yeah, I, I, like I wouldn't recommend wearing them in high school. No. <laughs> but again, you've got to be confident in yourself. Yes. Do what but you want to do. For me, friendship's not about, oh, you know this about me, but I don't, I'm not a hugger. No. I don't you do are hugs. Not a hugger. I get, went up to give, get, give my friend a hug for her birthday the other day because I felt I had to, and it was just really awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do hugs, um, and that's my problem, not anyone else's. But that's my weird thing, one of many. I don't do hugs, but I'm not the type of person I need to, don't, need to know what's going on in their life all the time for them to be my best friend. I don't need to go and hug them and spend every waking yeah. minute with them. I know who my best friends are and I know who's got my back and that's what's important to which me. Ha- which is like some problems in our friend group too. Yeah. Because like people like get stuck to one person and then they kind of, they don't ditch everyone else, they just spend less time with them and that's kind of like I feel like they don't mean to do it. No. They no one, really. they're not meaning to do anything. And we don't, we don't like hate them for it either but it's kind of like we want to spend time with everyone. And when you have one best friend that you just love and love and spend every single time with them, it's kind of like, well, I want to hang out with you too. Like, Yeah. And so our group is big, but then we have multiple groups. multiple inner groups where people are more close to this person, so they go hang out with a little group yeah. and they go do this, or they play a, in a sport team together yeah. or play the same sport, hobbies and stuff like that, yeah. so they know each other better or see each other more outside of school. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that can be hard, especially when one of someone who you consider to be a close friend wants to go hang out with this other person, I guess, who you might not like, not necessarily not like as much, but just aren't as close with. Yeah. And you don't, like, for me, I never, would never ever, I'm not the type of person to ever go up to someone and say, you can't be friends with that person because you're friends with me. It's yeah, me no. or them. Because that's just not right. I'd never do that. People can be friends with who they want to be. You can't control you can't, your friends. No. And so... But it's also at the same time a bit hard sometimes when you feel like you've spent less time with them. Yeah. And that bothers me sometimes. But at the same, and then th- when that happens, I'm like, come on, you know what you, what friend what you have in the friendship. You know that you yeah. mean something and to them. And it's always gonna be there. Like, yeah, it's exactly. Never gonna it's, go no, away. it's not gonna be any different, especially even when you grow up and you're an adult. I don't think it would be any different. No. But yeah, it's just something that you kind of think about, and like I worry about it. Yeah. I worry and I think, oh, what if they don't want to? What if they end up? not being as close with me and they just leave with this other group yeah. and then you think you worry about it and then you, like especially at night I'm a nighttime yes, warrior same. you sit there and then you worry and then you wake up because you've got nothing else to, to do. do you're just lying there worrying and it's like and then stop you never go to sleep and then the next morning you're just in the mood you and wake tired. up and you're thinking what was I worrying about that was so stupid get, get over yourself <laughs> yeah yeah so that's definitely something that we stress about yeah when cracks in the friendship group when things move around and yeah. things change but you've just got to remember that you're always going to be friends in the end and no matter like how many friends you lose or you gain like during high school yeah high school or even primary and school, life like, really people are always got some at least one person always will be there for you yes no yes matter if it's definitely family friends you know anyone teachers even yeah yeah, I never understood how people, this is going to sound bad, but in high school, I never understood how people could say, I could go and tell this teacher anything. Like, I love, like, so I've got some really great teachers, but I could never understood that. And I think only really this year I've gone, yeah, I, if I ever had a drama, 
I 100% know I've got at least two or three teachers I could just go and talk to about it and they would be so understanding. Yeah. So teachers are on your side. Just find the teacher you click with. But that's, like, later on we'll talk about teachers. (laughs) And so I think the last thing with friends, we already kind of discussed it, but when your friends make new friends. Yes. So it can happen pretty suddenly. Yeah, it can. One day you're sitting down doing what you've always done and then the next, next minute thing. this new person's popped up on the scene and you don't really know how to feel about it yeah but you've got to be open-minded like we always say yes be open-minded and, and you never know you might become friends friends, friends with them, them too so. that's happened to me that's Is happened it? to me when i haven't i my friend's been friends with someone new and i've gone oh whoa <laughs> what's going on there like, yeah and then i've kind of been a bit iffy with them yeah. And then, yeah, I've become friends with them. Yeah. So that's kind of what we've got to discuss about friends yeah. for this segment. On to the next bit yeah. we go. So, school. What do we have to say about school? Uh, is there really anything to say about school? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I feel like, being honest, school is my number one biggest stress creator ever yes high school i wasn't ready for it high school's great but yes there's so much that i love about high school don't get me wrong the independence and being able to do more and the subjects are definitely more stimulating yeah but stress yeah stress in high school come hand in hand Uh and that's fine it's just that we have to learn as individuals how to deal and like cope with that stress. And we've got to prepare ourselves too. Like we can't just go into a year going, oh yeah, oh we'll be fine, we'll be great. But Whatever happens, like, happens. Yeah. You know, it doesn't really matter anyway. Like Yeah, yeah, but you've, you've got to think about, okay, like how am I going to manage like stuff and... Especially yeah. us. I know that doesn't sound right. We're not, not saying we're above anyone else, but we do, both of us... Mm-hmm. And we're not alone. Our whole year has kids like this where we do so much extra stuff outside of school that we specifically need to have a routine and have a bit of a plan of how we're going to tackle school. Like, I play hockey, you play hockey, you Mm -hmm. do swimming, I work. Like, we have so much other stuff stuff going on that focusing on school within all that it needs a bit of planning. So yeah. that's definitely one method that I use to kind of cope with the stress of school yeah. is know, have a routine and st- uh-huh. try and stick to the routine as much as possible. And even like if you want a daily planner or something. Like yes, that, I've done that. Yeah. Even if it's not for the whole year. Exactly. Like some people get all, I plan out every hour of my waking day and I know when I'm gonna exactly what time I'm going to brush my teeth and exactly what time I'm going to have a shower. And you don't have to do that. But even for me, I know, okay, I've got a three-month potty season, roughly. I need to have a plan for then. Yeah. And then after that, I'll reevaluate, and I'll see you after that. Yeah. And so I think school, biggest stress is the obvious ones. Mm-hmm. Assessments and tests and getting oh, the grade you want. Don't get me started on them. Oh. So at our school, when we get an assessment notification, it comes on a piece of yellow, yellow paper. paper. We hate the colour yellow. Yeah. So when a teacher's holding yellow, you think, oh, no, we're getting that assessment. assessment. And I, school put a lot of pressure on myself to do well in school. Yeah. And cause that's we're, not... Because we're smart, too. Like, we're not dumb. No one's dumb. No. Everyone has their own smart kind of smart. Ways. 
But we're smart in Well, we're in the top class class. at school. So that comes with its own set of pressure. Yeah. But Um, we'll go into a bit more depth of that. Yeah, a bit more depth of the life of that later (laughs) on. But, yeah, definitely tests and assessments. I put a lot of pressure on myself for that. Uh And a lot of stress goes into that. Because it's not... Like, my parents want me to do well. But they don't necessarily not gonna disown me if I get a C yeah, in no. a maths test. That's what you've got to remember. Like I know some families are different to others. Like some families have put a lot of pressure on their kids to do well in school, and yeah. I can understand where they're coming from because I think at the end of the day they just want the best for them. But for me personally, it's more of a stress I put on myself. Yeah, and you've got to remember, like if you get a bad score on a test, like it don't, it's not the end of the world, but you always want to do your best. And yeah. your parents like might be disappointed in you, but it's not gonna last. Like, no. Not gonna the next day your next sibling day will do off. something stupid and they will forget even the yeah, what what, what test was that again? <laughs> yeah. Um, benefits of not being an only child. Your sibling's <laughs> always there to get attention from your mistakes. Yeah. And so I guess another thing with school, we kinda mentioned it earlier, is like sports teams, like extracurricular yeah. activities, or even if you're in a council at school. So all these things, I like to think of it a bit as a pyramid. Yes. So school, going, showing up to school, like, is just the bare minimum of the pyramid. That's just what you have to do. Yeah. And then as you go to sport teams and extracurricular activities and councils and all and work and all these other things, you just pile up mm-hmm. the layers of the pyramid. Yeah. And my pyramid's pretty full all the time. <laughs> And I think yours is pretty much the same. Yeah. Very full pyramid. And that can be tough. And that is stressful at times. Yeah. Like, it gets to the point where this is unhealthy. But it gets to the point for me where I'll go to, I'll wake up at six and I would have gone to bed at nine. So that's pretty good. I would have slept great. But I'm just as tired as when I woke up as when I went to bed. And yeah. that's not, there's nothing wrong with me nothing like iron deficiency or anything just that I'm exhausted I'm literally exhausted and my mum worries about me panics and I think everyone's mum panics a bit about stuff like that she panics I'm doing too much but I honestly wouldn't have it any other way and that's when you've got to remember like when that's when you've got to think like am I doing too much do I need to cut back on some stuff I'm doing and that's a whole other drama because then you stress that you're letting people down or you're letting yourself down and but I really, really want to do this training or I really want to do this yeah. club. And you're like, well, I just got to do what's best for me. And sometimes what's best for you isn't always what you want. Best for your body. Yeah. Of. But we'll dig into that a little deeper That's later. a whole topic we'll cover later yeah. on in the season. Hopefully. But yeah, school, yeah. it's stressful for us. Yeah. But I think we cope with it as best as we can. I think that's the thing you got to think about is that no one's going to cope with stress perfectly. You've just yeah. got to do the best you can in the situation that you've been given and do what you think is best at the time. Yeah. So this topic about stress that I want to talk about, it's a big one. I'd say it's incredibly big for kids our age and especially yes. at the minute, at this period in time. And that is social media. Yes, social media. Let's have a chat about the socials. Yes. So I think for our age group, Mm -hmm. or at least where we are in the world, the biggest ones are Snap, 
Snapchat, I should say, no abbreviations, Instagram and TikTok. Would you agree? Yes. And so I just have Snap, but you have all three. You have the big three. All three. It's like African Safari, but with social media. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And so I guess with social media, well, parents hate it. Yeah, parents hate Both. social media. And like even Facebook, which is like the p- typical parent social media, they even they hate that. Yeah. They just, just hate like it, it in general. So don't be too put off by that because I think that's everyone's parents. Yeah. And yeah. It, you're going to be on it. Like it's Yeah. Not, you, not don't, you don't have to stop. You don't download social media like, to not, not be on it. it. Otherwise, you might as well not have it. Yeah. But obviously with social media comes a lot of social issues that we mm-hmm. hear about social a lot. Social stress. Yes, a lot of, about at school and in the media we learn about this, mm-hmm. things like body image. Yes. Cyberbullying. Yes. That's a big issue, cyberbullying, mm-hmm. that we'll definitely be covering. I think we're talking yeah, about we're covering that in one of the later episodes of the season. Mm-hmm. But I just want to touch on, yeah, again, our personal stress, how we cope with it. Yep. So the first one, I think this is more you than me. Yeah. Is comparing yourself to other people on yes. social media. So how does that affect you? Um, like with followers on oh Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> with followers. Like if, if you go on to like someone, I remember I said to one of my friends one day, I was like, how do you have so many followers on Instagram? And she's like, oh, I don't know. I was like, is it on private or public? And she's like, oh, it's on private. And I was like, you have like 300 followers and you're on private. I was like, damn, I haven't even cracked 100 yet. So <laughs> if you want, go follow me, peeps. <laughs> um, hit her up. Yep, yep hit me up. <laughs> no. JK. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it's just like seeing, like, and then it comes back to like friendship. Like, yeah, seeing what popularity. other people, and I especially with Instagram, it's more about aesthetics with yeah. what you post. And that puts a lot of pressure, I feel, on people. And I, I'm not, like, a girly girl. For, like, I'm not a girl that wears, like, crop tops and skirts, like, really short skirts. I'm not a girl that takes mirror pics either, so I'm not... not there's I, anything I, wrong with that? I, no. No, that's just I, not who you are. Yeah, I just... But, like, I'm so... Yeah. I'm probably not <laughs> going to get many followers if I don't do that girly and stereotype yeah, stuff. The, the pressures from what everyone else does on social media, like the trends... Yes. Like TikTok, especially. And See, I don't have an account on TikTok, so I... Well, I... No, I don't have an account, so I can't actually post stuff. I can just watch it, which I never wanted. But obviously, account. when the... Like, the, remember the Renegade? When everyone was yes, doing the Renegade? The renegade. Mm-hmm. And now WAP. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, they go through school, and I'm uncoordinated, so I can't really do any of them anyway. Yeah. But there's a little bit of a stress there, like, are people not going to like me if I don't have social media? Yeah. Like, I remember when I didn't get Snapchat that long ago, and I have a phone, had a phone, but I didn't really necessarily have social media. And there was this... Don't think people mean to do it, but there's definitely a bit of an exclusion when you don't yes. have social media. And I didn't have a phone until year eight. Oh. Yeah, year eight. Year eight, either. And that was, like, kind of hard because everyone else had it. They were, like, on it, like, during they don't mean. Times. They don't mean to exclude no. you. No. not, like deliberately not letting that's what you you've got to remember things. they're not trying to do anything they just wrong. forget and i do it too i think you just do it without realizing yeah. and that can also make people feel bad so i guess just kind of be a bit more aware of that aware, yeah that's more something you and can it, focus and we're on we're not saying like you can't talk about it or anything because you can 
But you've just got to be aware, like, who you're with and if they do or if they don't have social media. And it's okay if they don't, like... Yeah, it's not really about the child, it's about the parents wanting them yeah, to have social media. Yeah, that's generally the biggest influence. And for me, um, I really couldn't care less what people thought of me on social media. Because I don't go posting stuff that's no, horrible yeah. or anything like that. I couldn't care less, but I know for... A, that's just me personally... But I know for a lot of people, it affects them a lot. They get so work, like worked up and mm. anxious, so anxious about it. And I can understand because there's so many people when they think that this screen is like a wall between what's real and what's not. They don't think sometimes people don't realise that it hurts people when they say stuff on yeah. there. Yeah. And it hurts. And people do see it, so it's not just them. Yeah, they do. People, people are going to judge you if you put stuff up on there. It's yeah. just whether how you take the judgement, I suppose. Yeah. Um, and then... When people have arguments on social media. Yeah, that's not nice. No, no when nice. people have arguments over messages I would on prefer Snapchat. anyone and Just myself do it to in person. It. Yeah. Have it out in person. If you're going to have a fight and it's going to get ugly, do it in person and tell them how they feel to your face. Because honestly, people have so much more respect to you if you go and you tell someone to their face. Doing it behind a screen is not it. And it's like, not. And like, is they... A fight could start off text messages because you you can't, you can't tell what they mean by what it they sometimes. mean and what they're feeling at the time and what their expressions are or how their like tone of voice is a bit yeah. thin and also yeah with social media so don't take know. anything too seriously if they say Just they say like something like as rude but like a rude thing but they might be joking but they don't put a laughing emoji or anything yeah. Then don't, then don't get like, all don't, offended don't by Don't assume it. stuff because you never know. And then you might be like, just say like, oh, haha, what? Or something like that. And they might put a laughing emoji then. Okay? So just like... Yeah, don't get yeah, too involved with it. Don't take it too seriously. Too, yeah. But also, again, I can understand why people would prefer to do things over social media. It's because easier. It's easier. And people who are shy or self-conscious or don't want to, don't really have... The gut, not the guts, but like, don't feel comfortable like talking to someone about it in person. Yeah, I can understand that, but as much as possible, face to face is the way to go. Yeah. And saying the wrong thing or making a mistake mm-hmm. on social media, you can't just clear it up. No, it's there forever, and that's the scary thing. It's always yeah. going to be there, and you have to remember that. In every, I know, I know. In PE classes, teachers shove this down your throat like it's always going to be there. Make smart choices. But sometimes it's it's not easy. Sometimes you just do something and then you look back on it and you go, I oh, shouldn't have done crap. that. I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have posted that. And it's too yeah. late. And I guess... I don't really have any regrets so far, though. No, not big ones. Some people would have. And it's just, like, little things. Like, every text message you send is kept. Every snap, you like, snap photo you send it's is kept. kept. It's archived. And so, just, yeah. You've got to be careful. And you've got to... Definitely. And yes, like stories is a big thing when you post something on your story. Yeah. Always got to think about how it makes you look, but also how it makes other people look. Yeah. And it might not like be something that you want people to see. Yeah. I know. And if people put something on a story that you don't like, tell them. Don't just let it go. Be upfront and honest with them and say, look, I didn't like that you put that on your story. 
I don't necessarily get cranky. Like, that's happened to me a few times. I'm not going to go get cranky. Especially if it's, like, a photo of you that they didn't ask you their permission permission to put it up there. That's, like, a big thing that happens, like, a lot. Well, it doesn't happen a lot. But it it does happen a lot. It's common. Yeah. You just have to be polite. Don't have to be rude about it. Just say, could you please take that down? Take it down. I don't It's always going to be there, but not everyone will see it. Yeah. So you've just got to be polite and say, can you take that down? I don't like it. Yeah, definitely. Mm Mm-hmm. And being left unopened. Oh, gosh. This, um, if Snapchat. most of you out there would know what that means, yes. but maybe we've picked up some older viewers or parents. Or younger are, children. You never know. Being left unopened is a Snapchat thing. Yes. When someone will open your Snap, but they won't reply. I did not understand this at all when I got Snapchat. And now, to be honest, I don't really, still don't really get what the big deal about it is now because people get so crank some people not all people some people get so really cranky, cranky and salty with you if you leave them on opened yep. and i don't get it so basically when you send a snap to someone it will say like delivered it's for how long and then once they open it it will come up with opened for how long and like you can and like so half the time you like have replied to them, but you haven't replied to the right person by an accident. Yeah, that's happened to me a lot. Like I haven't clicked on the wrong per, I haven't clicked on the right person to reply to, so it's gone to someone else instead of them. So and so that's what you've got to remember. Or oh, sorry, I must send it to the wrong person. Or something and that's like that. kind of the culture. That's that adds to pressure because and streaks people get really worked up Which about streaks. Which is like streaks. a snap thing that everyone does. Yeah. So you, trends like that, people get really stressed about because they want to fit in. But mm. just do what suits you. And with the on-open thing, it just comes back to the same thing. Don't take social media yeah. too seriously. And, you're, you're, and don't add anyone you don't know. Yes. Let's just do the whole PE lesson. Yeah. Don't add people you don't know. And don't add people who you don't want to talk to. If you don't yeah. like them or you know that they've done something that you don't agree with, you don't have to add yeah. them. It's the same as real life. You don't have to talk to them on the internet yeah. just because you don't talk to even if you don't talk to them in real life. And uh, I'm like, I, I've, I, I've added people like I, that I don't know and I've added a person that I don't talk to and I don't agree with the things that they've done. But the person that I added, like, that I don't I don't talk to, she was, like, one of the first people that I... I had on Snap. Had on and Snap. it was that frenzy was, you first get with social yeah, media. And, and she was in my classroom at the time, so, so I couldn't really not accept it. So I did accept it then, but we don't... It doesn't matter if you don't talk. No. We don't have to talk to them. And I have added people like I don't know, but it's always, like, friends of friends. Yeah. Like, it's no one that I don't completely know. It's always been friends of friends. So I think out of all that, just don't take it too seriously. Yeah. I know that's people stress about it, and I understand that people stress about social media, and they worry about what people are going to think of them. But it's just all about training yourself to just be a bit more lighthearted about it. Yeah. And get help if you need help. If you don't feel comfortable with something that's happened on social media, speak up about it because even though it's happening on a social media platform, it's still real life. Yeah, definitely. So that's social media in a very brief context. Yeah. (laughs) So we're back with our second quick quote for the series. This is exciting. So I'm going to read the quote today. So Mm -hmm. the episode's all been about stress. So the quote is, don't stress the could-haves. If it should have, it would have. And we don't know who that's by because they didn't 
to claim it. Yeah. But it's just a nice little quote to sum up what we've been talking about today with stress. Yes. So that's it for this episode. Yeah. We will see you next, next time. Episode. Thank you for listening, guys. Bye. Bye.